So hello and welcome to episode nine, I believe. <laughs> if it's not episode nine, I will be changing the beginning of this podcast <laughs> uh, of Mooncast. In this one, we're discussing a battle report, which is up on Yoldi Battle Reps. Um, interesting report. So Tom had come to Norfolk to Dicini, which was good fun as well. It's very good yeah, fun. Yeah, really good fun. Um, a lot busier than we expected. We expected like a nice little convention, just a few yeah. people, and it was packed. It was really good. Solid demoing and yeah. some fairly good sales as well. So that was pretty good. So let's get out and start with. Then we came back to my house, and we've, uh, you know, obviously played again Moonstone. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> um, and we took interesting lists. Uh, obviously, the best thing to do is to obviously highly recommend going and watching the battle report first. Otherwise, this isn't going to make a huge amount of sense. Um, I'll quickly, I'm not going to run over who we had, but Tom basically had a goblin gun line list. So we had a lot of shooting models. Fire Spitter was in there. Uh, Rybold the Troll, who's a new model with a big cannon on his back. He had a guy with a pistol. The goblin Airship, which has got a pea shooter. Um, and obviously he took Shabroon and a healer, which is kind of standard in goblins. Um, and I took, uh, I took kind of, I, I originally intended to take a giant build. Of four giants, yeah, which I think would have been very silly. Yeah, now the they would line. they would have just died. But I decided not to do that, and I took a varied human list. I took two giants. I took uh, Brunhilde and Dim and Dimmer, who are new. I never played with before, which is quite fun. And Friar Flavius is my healer. Flintlock for a bit of range. Kaufman for some board control, and Natty to uh, nick stuff. Mm-hmm. Not that you needed to. <laughs> not that I needed to nick stuff. No, not that I needed to nick stuff. So. Um, when we started the game, uh, we definitely said that it looked it looked like an inevitable loss for the humans. I I, I felt sorry for you, uh, to be honest, going into turn two with facing down with all in range Rybold with his cannon that can do up to nine damage if you get yeah. a green three and all these plus positive evades, uh, yeah. meaning he was going to get four or five cards against whoever he shot at. I was doing all kinds of uh, bullshit with... Um, Shabaroon and uh, Fire Spitter giving out extra energy. So I, in the yeah. first turn, I managed to get the um, Goblin Airship up to five energy, so it yeah. could pea shoot five times. Yeah, and you got Dim and Dimmer down to one health. It's, it's only X damage, and one thing that I've noticed about the pea shooter, as you might imagine, is it's it should really be used against unarmored targets because that X damage is. It's so whittled down, even by a minus one, mm. to impact damage. Yeah, which is what you found when you were firing at Dim and Dimmer. Yeah. Um, you fired him five times, I think he only did five wounds. And then firing... Start, when that's still a good five wounds off him, but it didn't do... You know, we're, we're looking at originally thinking, oh, you, you could have done ten yeah. or something. Had good. that have been Brunhilde, that would have been ten. Yeah. Um, and you would look at Brunhilde and Dim and Dimmer and think that they're about as tough, they're both giants, but that, you know, the lack of armour on Brunhilde means yeah. that she's... Shootable by the pea shooter. Um, so I had the fire spitter in range of all these people with uh, an extra energy allowing him to fire his flamethrower twice. I had yeah. Rybold in en- uh, within range uh, with... Uh, I didn't on the second turn, which was the important one, manage to get the... Because he needs two extra energy to fire his cannon twice. So he needs- yeah, so you didn't get that. You, you only got that two extra energy in turn one. Yeah, where I you only can't really yeah. use it because I was out of range. Yeah. But I was hoping to basically repeat my turn one in turn two when yeah. you were within range of me and then unleash 
a hell of a range of very frightening attacks. Mm. You know, 2x magical damage, horrible. His cannon that can yeah, do up to cannon, nine, yeah. terrifying. A pea shooter that's going to shoot you five times in yeah, a row. Yeah, with X damage. So basically, it's 5x. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not quite 5x. No, it's not quite 5x, but yeah. it's, it's, it's possibly even better than that. Cause... Well, against an unarmoured person, but against an armoured... Like, if you try to shoot Fancy Hat with a pea shooter... You have to get three just to do something. Well, you wouldn't fire it, you would you, basically? Yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd be run to fire someone else, but... things about this goblin gun list, although it's got some very terrifying attacks and it's got ways of cheating energy on so that you get lots of them... Same even with the pistol guy. The pistol guy with a one. So swiggity, swig- yeah, swiggity, yeah. Can shoot, reload, and shoot again. So you can put out a huge number of attacks, but they're all eight-inch ranged attacks. Mm. Um, so you kind of only really get that one opportunity where everyone's now in range, um, and it's only before they're then in combat or something. Yeah. Um, and and I had no melee at all in this list, so I was you know worried that maybe you would close in with those. Yeah, drawings. which is what I was trying to do. You know, I, I tried to draw them in with the shower of gold, but actually we only actually had one melee in that. Yeah. In that whole game, only one melee. Um, that's one more than my last game where we had none. <laughs> I think we had none. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, but I think one of the things as well with arcane is it's, which I, I say a lot in demos and things, is that um, it's safer to mm. play because you can just not play it. Yeah. yeah, you can you can just play it safe if you want to. You can constantly play it safe and not take the wounds. But you there's also a much higher risk of just not getting anything off. Yeah. Like I think it was in turn two or three, maybe turn in turn two when you fired Rybold and you only had one. Yeah, so you only did one damage. And and also it you're unlike to kill people often with arcane unless yeah. you can focus lots of fire onto one person. Um, Often the damage never gets to the really high levels that you get in melee, which means you put some damage on someone and then the healer is going to heal it back off quite quickly. So, you you know, I thought I had enough fire that I'd be able to focus. And I did take... You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you took out uh, Dimmer Dimmer and Rybold and um, Brunhilde, but as we said in the battle report, it did take you essentially six activations. Yeah, well, it took me all of my... Yeah, all six of my characters... Um, um, apart from Swiggity, basically, it took it took your three yeah. other shooters to do it. And then in the meantime, I was mostly ignoring Moonstones. Yeah, and, and then suddenly that caught up with you. Suddenly, yeah, unexpectedly, having thinking I was going to be in a great position, I tell you where it turned was when you put hesitation on Fire Spitter because yeah. he was about to. He was about to kill Dim and Dimmer basically straight yeah. away. Um, I mean, Dim and Dimmer then didn't do anything. He just walked up and hit Rybold once and died. But yeah. it gave me an activation. Yeah, I don't know. How significant that was! It felt like the turning point where I suddenly went, "Oh, I'm not just going to murder everyone in the sense of." Um, yeah, I think and, I think for me the turning point was that first bag of gold. <laughs> yeah, um, the bags of gold really hampered you from being able to come after the ones that had my moonstones. That I had the moonstones with. Annoying. Um, interestingly, I only had one shooter, and he did, he did better than yours because <laughs> by himself he killed the airship. <laughs> I mean, the airship because I happened to get a blue three both times, yeah. a green three both times, I think, or the green two. Is very vulnerable to uh, enemy fire. Yeah, you know, if you come no defensive buffs, and if you come against a, a melee heavy list, and we've seen a lot of very successful melee heavy lists in the tournaments, mm. um, then the airship is great. But when you're facing against other 
effective shooters and it, yeah. it's it's the kind of thing you'd never take against gnomes yeah because <laughs> Quarrel's just gonna murder one, it and... at one point we were talking about doing a gnome gun line versus a goblin gun line and that would have been a really interesting game um but i think the gnomes would have definitely dominated because they got so much more range they mm. can start focusing their fire in on one target straight away from turn one yeah I mean, in the end, it would have been it would have been interesting, obviously. But I think would we have both made the mistake, and it would have been who can grab the moon sense in turn four? Yeah, I mean that was undoubtedly my biggest mistake. I thought I had enough firepower that I was going to table you, um, but I didn't. I had enough firepower to kill two giants. Well, you killed Kof- Kaufman as well in the end. In the end. Um, but, but I think the thing is, by, by that point, by that point, I already had the moonstones, yeah. and, and I'm already running away yeah. with them. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, you didn't, you didn't, when you were moving your big gun guys, you weren't moving them towards Moonstones. <laughs> you were moving them towards my people. So yeah. there was the, there's the Moonstone, which we can see now, because we're still looking at the board, the Moonstone by the house with the little bridge. Yeah. Well, you didn't move anyone near it. So that's, that's right. a, a Moonstone with four one that's stuck. Because and the Moonstone at the back is stuck. So yeah. uh, that was two Moonstones that were kind of out of the game. So I, and I was thinking about, I, Turn one, I was very much, can I just survive this? <laughs> yeah. Turn two, I was thinking, oh, wait a second. If well, I can get that and survive and that and survive. The, the thing is, there was a lot then... of quite high-numbered moonstones on my side of the table. Yeah. And I thought um, I would ignore them because if I spent all the energy digging them up, then I wouldn't be shooting anyone and then you'd yeah. be in my face and then I'd be losing in melee. So um, it could have been... You know, different moonstone scatter. It might, you know, I still think this build is really good. Mm. Shabaroon combos so nicely with Rybold because although he's a troll, he's, he's a, also a goblin. Also yeah, a so goblin. he gets the goblin um, mischief and and can be transcombobulated and stuff. So yeah, no, he is. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, uh, Fire spit is always great with Shabaroon mm. all the time. Um, I, I was very tempted to try C6 Steve in this list because it's one more person that can give an extra energy. Yeah, C6 and, would be quite good. It would I'd potent, I'd potentially give you another melee option. Potentially, melee I'd potentially option. drop um, the mortician for Beaky for a slightly more reliable healer. Yeah. Because he, unless he's unless he's been given the extra energy, he can only ever do healing once. Um, I mean, he's got Rigor Mortis, which obviously is quite fun, and it you know it helped deal with. I oh, know it didn't help deal with Kaufman because you got the catastrophe, but yeah. it could have helped deal with Kaufman. He, I mean, I've played games with the mortician recently, and he's been an absolute star player. Mm. Um, it, generally, he only gets good when your characters start dying because that's when he gets the yeah, energy. Yeah. And and that's the thing is, I kind of knew that, and I thought I don't need to kill you because yeah. I don't want him to get any better. And, and if your if your characters aren't dying, he's vastly worse than. Beaky Bobby. Yeah. But if your characters do start dying, suddenly he can pull off these really powerful spells and he can bring mm. you people back and it, mm. it can be great. Um, but yeah, he was definitely not particularly impressive in this game. Yeah, I mean, for me, Kaufman was really... To me, I, I think Kaufman was, for me, was the one that made it. Um, putting those bags of gold down, both of them. Um, and the second one wasn't quite as powerful and we actually realised afterwards I could have moved Kaufman further away because I measured this jog as two inches rather than four inches because yeah. obviously he wasn't carrying a moonstone but we decided that Tom could just flame him anyway for you fun was, so. you were so used by that point to everyone on your side carrying Had, a moonstone I was used to everyone carrying a moonstone I was used that their jogs were two. yeah I was used to everyone carrying a moonstone but it, the interesting thing was um, I mean Brunhilde 
I would kind of say that every character in my troop did what they're supposed to do. Mm. Um, Brunhilde and Dim and Dimmer just got in the way and took a lot of damage and then died. Kaufman messed up your movement. Yeah. Um, Natty got a moonstone and legged it. Yeah. Flintlock got a moonstone and shot someone. Yeah. And Friar he did a little bit of healing. Did a little bit of healing, got some moonstones and legged it. Yeah. And they kind of all did exactly what they're supposed to do. Mm. Um, I think yours kind of did as well, but they didn't do it quite as well because you didn't get necessarily get the cards you wanted. And, mm. um, and you were messing me up with Kaufman, which was, you know. Not insurmountable, but it was a thorn in my side the whole time. Yes, well, it meant there were several times. There were several times in the game where you were saying, "Oh, I can, I can move the airship up here," and I was yeah. like, mm, "You can't," yeah. <laughs> because you had to get rid of that. You know, and that was constantly. It was also constantly making you rethink and question what you could do, and, and then you doubt things, and it's getting yeah, in your head. And your activation order, you know, you, you think I've got this plan, I'm going to do this and then this, and then you're like, "Oh, I can't," because I've got to yeah. deal with the bag of gold first of all. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I would... Ch- I, I, I would potentially change in this list uh, Brunhilde for Gotchgat because he's also got armour. Yeah. And then If you knew you were facing... If I knew I was, if I knew I was facing a gunline, yeah. If you was facing a peace shooter in a gunline, then yeah, I would... Um, uh, yeah, potentially bring Gotchgat instead as just a slightly slightly more resilient than Brunhilde. Mm-hmm. Um when, but obviously I didn't Br- really obviously I didn't really use Brunhilde particularly I mean, apart from just as a meat shield. So Br- Brunhilde um obviously is a little bit like Gotchgut, but she's also your original plan was to bring a giants list and she yeah. buffs other giants. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, because she didn't really get a chance to do any of her stuff. Her Shuttle um, Stone's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She didn't get a chance to do any of her other stuff really. But she still did kind of what I wanted to do, which was just stand there and take the damage. Mm. Um, and it also meant I couldn't really target Kaufman even though I would have quite liked to yeah. while she was around because she, you would have just taken the wounds on her anyway so I yeah. might as well target her because she's a bigger yeah. and easier target yeah, yeah. Um, I mean to some extent Natty she potentially could have done more but she got yeah. that one moonstone I didn't need her to do anything yeah, else there's... at one point I thought about her coming across and getting that moonstone that was one in front of Kaufman and then going back yeah but then she was a bit close to everything. There's always one character who you like. Oh, they didn't really do very much, but they did because they they were the one that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, spent no, she did not. No, no, I, no, she did because um, she picked up the moonstone and then because because the thing with her is that she's actually quite good against an arcane list. Yeah. Because as long as she's near people, she's minus. Which most yeah. of the game, she was near um, near either two or and three you have people. To spend an extra energy to target her. As yeah. Well, so so the pea shooter's only going to get two shots. It's not an impossible to shoot at yeah. really unless she starts using that slingshot. Yeah, which would you? Yeah, really. Well, you, 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 that, I, yeah, but you might use it to finish someone off that's on like one yeah, health. Just exactly. oh, I, I can finish off this, this guy quite yeah. easily, which is quite fun. Just but, for the bragging rights. Of or if she's activating last and doesn't need to worry about it, you can then yeah. use it. But yeah, I wouldn't use it any other reason. But um, yeah, and I was happy with how that worked out really. Um, and again, we were, so we were surprised. I don't know if I'd change. I would think changing that list. My list, I think, would also work. Would be really nice against other builds that aren't. It would work well in a, against a melee, more melee build as well, because Dim and Dimmer and Brunhilde are still both tough. It was surprising. And Fire Flavors is pretty tough. And surprisingly effective, because when you put that list together, I thought, mm, it's a bit random. There's just a bunch of random characters that we haven't really played with very much. I was interested to see how they all perform from a playtesting point of view, but I didn't think, oh, this is a good like yeah. competitive build. I thought mine was a good competitive build. Um, mm. And I still think it's got potential. You know, It's just you know one game with it. Yeah, but, I think what your list could suffer with is if you're facing 
again, it's another list that has a lot of kind of controlling mechanisms. Mm. Um, because you're not trying to get into combat. So if you're, I mean, obviously you wouldn't normally know each other's lists. I, I kind of knew what you were taking, so I tried to cater it a little bit. And I guess you, you, you could have gone back and catered yours back again. I would, I would have to, I would have been happy for you to say, actually, well, I'm going to take this one out then and yeah. change it. You, you decided not to because you wanted to try it out. But um, like, what you, like, if you're facing, like, fairies, for example, you'd be a lot worse. Yeah. You'd be drawing. I mean, the first pistol gets three. I get to most of them. But Rybold's only getting one. Yeah. And the Peace Shooter's only getting, what, yeah, Rybold two? Fairly um, against fairies. And then, two, and, but he gets a lot of shots off. So even though... Um, yeah, yeah. So, was, yeah. You know, I think he's got... But, but, but the problem with him is that you're then facing a list that's probably got a lot of shots back. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, he's going to die pretty quickly to, to Diana blasting him in the face with, with some horrifying visions. Um, which wouldn't be ideal, but but actually most people are going to die pretty quickly to that. <laughs> I think but yeah, another issue with this goblin gun line uh, list, for want of a better word, when you've got strong melee characters, you can just run them straight towards the moonstones, and they're either going to pick up a moonstone if nobody comes and challenges them, or if somebody comes and challenges them, they're going to kill them. Yeah. With this kind of gun line, where I don't have melee characters. I didn't really want to run straight into that middle territory and stand next to Moonstones. So yeah. Come at me, bro. Because because I, I would because I yeah because because like, the fire spitter is not good in combat. I wanted and I would just I would have smashed him with dim and dimmer or with. I wanted um, to stand back a bit so that I had all of the Moonstones within my shooting range. shooting range, and have you come tempted in to come and get them. Yeah. But you know, I just didn't quite pull it off. There was just enough that you could. Well, yeah, really, what it came down to range. is I, I was able to plant the bag of gold so you couldn't get any further forwards and then run far enough away. Yeah. So it's basically, I had that that little bit of control. And, um, you know, yeah. even if you hadn't done the bag of gold, you might have been able to run away anyway because some of these guys are quite slow. Yeah, Rybold and Fyspit are only two. And they haven't got necessarily as much energy. So even though I'm also slow, as long as I'm out of your range, I can still get far, far enough away. Because mm. I've only got to get far enough away for you not to be able to blast me. <laughs> Do you know what I might do with this list is go completely out there and put some like the fencer in. Yeah, like a quick. A really quick yeah. melee character that can. Well, the other possibility is someone like Tito who'll just go around picking up all the moonstones for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because she could go and get the one that's four. Yeah, okay, it'll take her two turns to get it. Well, she, no, she'll probably go and get the, the, the two that are one each. Tito would well, be great, actually. Yeah. So but, you'd have to take out probably. Probably Swiggity? Swiggity. Yeah. Swiggity. Uh, I mean, obviously, she can't be affected by um, Shabaroon, which makes it a bit trickier. But Swiggity was my my last choice. You know, I picked the other five, and I was like, "Oh, who will be in the sixth slot?" So he would be the one that I would. Yeah. Most easily. Trying to think if there's anyone else that's got. Trying to think of the new the new stuff as well. Um, I like the idea of yeah. I think a fairy could be quite fun in there. Like yeah, T two or or wasp as well would also be wasp wasp wasp. Poss- I I would possibly take wasp with a fencer. Because he's got a slightly bigger board control with a two-inch mm. melee, um, and I think he's slightly more survivable. Because if Fenta does get hit, she does die. Obviously, she's yeah. you no. Know, and I, yeah. Another thing that I would say about this list that I brought is, I would always have Shabaroon and Fire Spitter as the core of this, but I would probably only ever have either the airship. Or rivals, depending mm. on what my opponent's got. If you're able to, you know, if you're drafting or you're doing some kind of um, 
version where you're able to select, you know, after seeing what they've got or after seeing yeah, yeah. what they've got. If I was facing off against lots of heavily armoured uh, targets with high evade, you know, like Fancy Hat and Gotchka, I'd probably bring um, Ribald. But you wouldn't bring the but you wouldn't bring the the, the, the airship the because airship. yeah yeah no, if you're face yeah if but, you're facing a human list with slightly more um, damage resistance is it impact damage the um, impact yeah, yeah. I think I think Flavius got he's got um, natural yeah. padding yeah so impact is minus two I mean so he's pretty immune to the, the to the um, pea shooter and if you've got fancy hat got gut even I think Eric is even minus one. Is it yeah. Is his, is his leather? No, he's a slicing. It's slicing, but but you could bring so even and it, I mean, someone like Eric would suffer from the peach shooter. Yeah, but if, but, you, but if you got if you got Flavius, he's already a healer. Um, you could have uh, Quack would actually be quite good. So who else would suffer from the peach shooter? All of the pirates don't have armor. Yeah. All of the forms don't have armor. So those mm. new ones coming in who are great and do loads of In fact, there's not a things. huge amount of Lesher Bolt that have armour. No. I don't, don't think of any of them do have any defensive buffs. Yeah. Lubar doesn't. Boris doesn't. Yeah. It's a very much a Commonwealth thing, to be honest, yeah. to, have, um, to have these really good passive abilities. Yeah, because the goblins only have it on their trolls, don't they? And Vicious Midget. And Doug. The goblins have got a fair amount. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah, but like you say, it's 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 very common in the Commonwealth, isn't very it, to be to be tough because because the, the gnomes have got several because the gnomes have not just got some armor; they've often got people that like Joanna, who's minus one for every gnome animal. Yeah. I think Mama Gimble's Gimble minus one for minus one. Yeah. Um, Young Jack's got a shield. Yeah, yeah. Gradock and um, Morris don't, but they've both got tough as old boots, so they re- regenerate two wounds at the start of the next. Gradock would be quite a one good one to put in this list actually against that. Because then you can never bluff. Yeah, <laughs> I always know what you're going to be casting at me if I'm if I'm if I if I stick to because mine were fairly close together, my my people they didn't separate too much mm. apart from flintlock was at the back, but if you're then trying to fire ribald at someone and you haven't got that three that you want and you're you're bluffing well you can't with Gradic, so yeah I mean you haven't to get you haven't to just use the one you got in your hand yeah so um you could fire a Gradic, I suppose that only affects others doesn't it I think. Yes, uh, so so the one that Braddock, the one Smell that lie. others is yeah. um, is the sage advice. Right. So when other uh, friendlies near him um, bluff and get caught out, you can use the card as if you weren't caught out. Yep, and then the other one, so I've only used him once. I can't remember his other ability. Uh, so smell a smell lie, lie is the one that stops. Uh, people from being able to bluff when they're targeting him or friendlies. Yeah, they have so, to they have to show the card. That's that's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. That's good. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sage advice. Well, unless you happen to have flintlock near him or or something, it's not that useful. But uh, it is very useful with flintlock. <laughs> but yeah. um, uh, he can. Um, sage, yeah. Sage advice is great. The combination of the two of them means. Yeah. That, you know, you're because you've also got. I think is it you, old you old called old Calders who's got yeah. he's got something. He's, he's got, got sage advice, advice, yeah. He doesn't have smell a lie. Yeah, yeah. Those two together are quite fun. Then, yeah. then, then you then you could have almost two little yeah. bits old, old of, of troop is, around around them. It's really good. Um, yeah, in the way that Gradock is really good. He doesn't look like he's going to be that good, but he is. <laughs> yeah, Gradock's ace. I used Gradock in our. I think I used him in our last game. 
and what I took. No, because I took a road build the last one. The one before that I had Gradic, I think. And it was brutal. <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant. Um, yeah. I found that really interesting as well. It was really fun to play on the awesome board. Uh, and actually play a game on the awesome board yeah. and not just demo on it. Yeah, <laughs> not not just play sleepyheads on it. It was really fun. Um, but also, that was a lot of new characters that I haven't... I've played against a Goblin Mortician once. I've played against Swiggity a couple of times. Never played against Rybold before. Um, never played against a Goblin Airship before. Mm-hmm. I never played with either Brunhilde or... Um, Dim and Dimmer and they didn't do a huge amount. I've never played with Corton before even though he's not yeah. well he technically is a new one but you know what I mean and Natty's only used once before um, Natty's done exactly what he did in that game in the last one he just grabbed him and sort of legged it <laughs> but, but she's um, a little bit like Tito in that once she's got a moonstone it's just bloody hard to get it off her yeah um, and sure. if she just picks up a moonstone and runs most games but every now and then she gets to use her um, cup uh, purse cutting, I forgot what it's called now. Yeah, her, her signature, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, cut purse, cut she steals purse. one, yeah. Um, then that'll be yeah. really cool. But if she just your harvester, because every troop really needs a healer and they need a harvester. Yeah. But also, she's not that bad in combat. <laughs> she's a weakling, which has five melee. Yeah. And then plus one piercing and plus one on rising attack. Yeah. So if you're not careful, she'll just yeah, shank you. Shank you, yeah. Properly shank you. So, um, you wouldn't want to put her in against someone that's a very good melee character, but you know if you're trying to like if you if all you've got left is like a clericy wizardy person that's going after her, well mm. she's probably just gonna shank them back. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I like Natty quite a lot. I really I really like her. She's one of my favorite. Um, so one of my favorite new Commonwealth ones coming because um, I really enjoyed the rogue build I did in the last game. Yeah. Um, and it's she, a shame she she's a Commonwealth. It's a shame she's a Commonwealth rogue, but. Um, it is a shame to come with rogue, but I think it makes sense. Otherwise, it'd be a bit too powerful to have her in the in the dominion in the dominion rogue world. I, I think. think. Um, I mean, she's not released yet. There's still time to make a joint Commonwealth Dominion, but I don't think it will. No, I don't think she needs to be. I think the, the Dominion have got plenty of choice in yeah. rogues um, with all the fairies they've got, um, and you can build. So you've got the Commonwealth rogues and Natty Loki. And Muradai, aren't they? Are your three Commonwealth rogues that you can have? Yes. Um, so you can still build a fairly, like a half rogue, half something else build yeah. is still fairly, fairly good. But they don't have the rogue synergies that the Dominions have got. No, only um, only Muradai oh, yeah, give them Muradai. plus one arcane. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you'd probably want it. I mean, if you've got Loki, you want Joanna really anyway. Um, that's quite fun sticking a forest out for yeah. her and then hitting them with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I got I, I got the gnomes in the Kickstarter. I'm looking forward to getting them. I, I won't have Joanna unfortunately yet. I'll have to buy her when it when it when she's released. But um, did you not get uh, Joanna in the tournament? Because I didn't play in the tournament. Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't play the tournament and right. I, I I didn't mind because you, you actually you did offer me one. And I said yeah. it's it's fine because that was re- really early days and I was like I don't I don't you give it to someone else mate. <laughs> I was like yeah. I because at that point I wasn't playing gnomes and Jack had one. I'm, I'm Jack sure I've one. got one or two spare. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but anyway, yeah, I didn't I didn't mind not having one because um I knew Jack was going to get one. Yeah. And he's my main opponent. Yeah. So I knew if I wanted to use it I could just use his. So um but yeah. Um I don't think it's anything else I've changed. So the only like Kaufman, I think is pretty central to that troop that I had. You need him in there to control the board, otherwise 
you you can just do what you like really. Mm. Um, the Giants, I think, are swappable. Yeah. For Lubard or Brunhilde. It'd be. I think I might try and set up and the next game I have with Jack a full giant list. Yeah. I might take all four. All I four. I'd probably, I'd probably take all four giants: Kaufman and Fryer. Yeah, because everyone then has got loads of wounds. Loads of wounds, so really hard to kill. Still got a healer. Brunhilde can then really buff the other giants. Yeah. I mean, Lubard with Brunhilde is a bit horrible. Yeah, you, know, you can get that rage off every turn yeah. pretty, pretty, That's pretty really easily. Really cool. Um, I mean, I d- it will. It's a strange build because you won't have all that much energy. No, that's the only thing I was um, thinking. Is they've only got like two each, and um, you're going to be very vulnerable to the big shooting. Big shooting. So, um, so it's not going to like dominate, but it would be really fun to play a, a, a giant's list. With I think a couple of humans backing them up. I think one of the things that will be interesting for me and Jack going into the future, and also um, for the channel, will actually be more interesting. I think is that at the moment we've only really had we've had the playtesting pack, obviously, but more recently, but before that, we only had the original four mm. groups, the two factions, and I had all the I had all the mix the gnomes. Jack had the gnomes, so we every time we played, it was very much well, who am I going to play with? I'll play with these. I'll play with these. Yeah. But Jack is now buying more of the models himself. Yeah, he wants to get the fairies. He's bought some yeah. more. He's bought some humans. I think he he's he wants to collect his own miniatures. So I think what we'll see in the future on the channel is things like we'll have blind lists. Yeah. So I'll bring a blind list. Yeah. Where I can't. I don't know what he's bringing because he'll have all the choice. Yeah. At the moment, he can't go. Well, I'm gonna bring whatever I want because I might pick them and they're my models. Yeah. And they would have to have a discussion yeah. about how that works. Whereas in future, he'll be able to because he's back in the Kickstarter at the full, so he'll have all the Leshevolt. I'll have all the Leshevolt. I've got the gnomes. So I'll have all the gnomes. This, this side of thing is gonna start to get really interesting. We're gonna start to get matter, local matters and tournament matters where certain builds are known to be really good. So people are now turning up with the characters that are good against those builds. Yeah. Um, and that could either be, you know, you turn up at the start of the tournament and you've got a pre-built list and you, you just know, you know, know what you're trying to counter. Um, or it might be, you know, a drafting system or you bring uh, six models, you know, eight models and you choose five per game. Mm. Or, you know, all, all, there's lots of different ways you can do it. And I'm yeah, yeah. to experimenting with a few of these smaller local tournaments and trying some of these things out now that now that more people have got more models yeah 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 definitely you know I, I really hope that the tournament team can um kick off a little bit with it um because i think like at face value people don't see it as a as a tournament game yeah because you've got the randomness of the drop yeah and you can't kind of time each activation particularly because of the opponent but as well we, we as, as, as as you and i have as you and i have both needed. yeah well, as you and I have both seen, um, it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> it works perfectly well with just a 90-minute yeah. timer. And actually, if you look at a lot of other tournament systems, like Games Workshop tournaments work on a single clock. Yeah. And they're really popular. Yeah. <laughs> we go to them all the time. So, you know, if it works for them, and I think that you and I both came from Guild Ball tournament yeah. background where you have an individual chess clock yeah. for each, each player. And we were used to that really precise timing and thinking that it, tournaments had to be in that way and they don't <laughs> no don't. as long as people aren't being silly I, about wasting time i do actually think you could do uh, a clock for moonstone i could i could see how it would work i just haven't been that keen on implementing it i just haven't felt yeah well we, we we we've discussed yeah. that before about how you could do that and um and i can't remember what your idea was but it, it would so when you're let's say you're doing um 
uh, melee where where you're both assessing your cards at the same time. I'd have it. I'd have it always as the person whose uh, turn it is. You know, the person who's active. It's on their clock until they say they're ready. As soon as they say they're ready and put the card down, they can flip the clock over to the other person. Yeah. If they're taking time thinking about it. Yeah. So it's, so the thinking time is always on the you know the attacker until they say that they've finished thinking and then it flips yeah and same for the same for the arcane yeah you you could say yeah they're they're, they're called they're called their green too and they're that person's then thinking well that's on their clock yeah which i think would work fine that's something that may well so i don't know where we'll see each other next but um me and jack could test that yeah you know it's we could i mean i've I've thought about it for a long time and just never felt the need to actually add it yeah there's an extra layer of complexity and I'm not saying it's stressful, but it can be not what you want in, you know. Well, I think one of the nice things about, game. I mean, I, I didn't obviously go to the tournaments that you did, but um, the tournaments that I, I've done, what I liked about them is that everyone was really happy all the way yeah. through. You know, people, I, I was yeah, looking around at the so, game being played and everyone was smiling and yeah, laughing exactly. and enjoying the game as the game's supposed to be enjoyed. And, and, that is and I don't... I kind of kill that because you don't, you can't really chat. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing I don't... Because I, I, you know, at, at the beginning of the tournament that I, during my first tournament, I very much said to everyone, let's make this a really fun event. I mean, those people were new as well, so we didn't want to make it overly, horribly competitive because yeah. we wanted them to enjoy the game. That was very much, that was before we came out on retail. The last thing we wanted to do, because you came as well, the last thing you and I wanted to do was put everyone off the game. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted them to go buy it when it came out. So, you know, and that's something always to consider. But, um, you know, if people don't enjoy tournaments, well, they're not going to go to them. And if, if you're if you are a, com- a competitive player but you're not enjoying the tournaments you're going to, then you're not going to buy the models. And and the bottom line is, um, if the game doesn't sell, it's not going to keep going, mm-hmm. is it? So, um, but I definitely think there's a lot of scope for nicking some guild ball players to come play Moonstone and, and enjoy it because it's a similar feel with the way you move and yeah, similar and things, sort but... of game size and game length duration. Yeah, and with the possibility of actually being significantly shorter. And it's more scalable because you can have as many models as you want, you know. Quite yeah. often, I'll, you know, say, should we just have a quick game of four models aside? Yeah. Or quick sleepy heads. <laughs> yeah, sleepy heads, it's super yeah. fast. Or, or even faster with a mutiny scenario, yeah, that's, which that's is men- fast. mental fast. Yeah, uh, and that's done in 15 minutes if you... Yeah. <laughs> Going home, you drunk's pretty fast as well. Yeah, yeah, I imagine. I'm, yeah. Wait, I'm waiting to get my drunk Fritz painted yeah. up with, and then, then we're going to play that yeah. since I've got it painted. But, um, yeah... Um, I don't think there's anything I want to add no, on top no. of that. I think that was a, it was a really really interesting game there, and I'm I'm so excited about the new stuff coming out because um, what it's meant I've done because I've always kind of like everyone else has I played a human list or yeah. a fairy list, and it's only more recently I've really mixed it up by using yeah. some of the new play test the new, the new paper dolls, and it's really like opened my mind about it opened my head about it a little yeah. bit like um like when i bought the rogue list although it was mainly fairy it was a different way of playing fairies mm-hmm. it wasn't i'm gonna hit you with spell stuff it was i'm gonna grab some stuff and then leg it mm-hmm. <laughs> it was almost I mean, gonna mess you up in the process but like belladonna and, and stuff this, but this game was an interesting one because normally you would expect the humans to be the ones ignoring the stones and the goblins to be picking them up and running. Yeah. That's yeah, typically that's... the way it is. Yeah. But because we were introducing all these new characters, it's totally changing the dynamics and there's lots of different play styles that's possible. So I think it's it's, it's good timing for it to come along. Yeah. You know, as enough yeah, players yeah, definitely. that are now familiar with the current 
sort of basic place play style of the four yeah uh that um that they'll probably be able to jump on board and enjoy the new stuff yeah i think so i think i think that all the new models of it as, as the other ones are have all been very accessible um i think it'll be it'll be really interesting i think sort of next year like 2020 when all these models are released mm. and then then we're going to events mm-hmm. and we're seeing people bring actually they're not bringing yeah fancy hat and flintlock and eric they're actually bringing Ribald, yeah, and uh, whatever that's one example, but you know, but they're bringing Natty and the librarian, yeah, and Gertrude instead. You know, that you know, you know, they're they're bringing just models that we've only just uh, sort of you know, I don't know, yeah, I can't know what to say about it, but yeah, it's really interesting, I think, to see in the next next year or so about all these new and when the Leshevolt are out as well, all these options and. I think we'll see a lot of Leshevolt being played when they first get yeah, off Kickstarter because people are going to be really excited to use yeah. them. Um, and obviously the models are going to look amazing because the artwork's awesome. <laughs> so that's going to be really exciting. Cool. But yeah, I think I think that'll do. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. Obviously, if you didn't watch the video, that's going to make no sense whatsoever. But <laughs> Well, some of it will, but yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Hope you enjoyed listening to that. I don't know what the next podcast is going to be about, but... I never do. I don't plan any of them. (laughs) So hope you enjoyed it and see you later.